0: So stick with me for a second, but what if, what if the current times, the struggles, the challenges, the setbacks that you're facing in the midst of a worldwide pandemic, what if in the midst of all that, the seeds were planted that created your best life? What's up, guys? Hey, have a bonus episode of the Compete Everyday podcast that is inspired by a small project I'm working on. I'm not quite ready to reveal it, but what I want to do is share just a little piece of it in hopes that you might find encouragement today for wherever you are on this journey, whatever your life looks like today on a daily basis with the changes, with at-home quarantine, with people social distancing, for all of the feels and emotions and fears and struggles and things that are going on right now individually and collectively as a society. I want to hopefully share a message of hope. Something that can perhaps shift your perspective just a little bit in a way that can open your eyes to something new or seeing the world in a new light. As always, to get in touch with me or the Compete Every Day podcast for show ideas, to say hi, feedback, or guest suggestions, drop me a note to podcast.competeeveryday.com. Actually, it's podcast at podcast.competeeveryday.com because you can get all the episodes for the show at podcast.competeeveryday.com. And as always, join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash compete every day, which if you are watching this video right now, I have linked to it here in the comments above. So back to what I was saying about this idea of hope in the midst of chaos. Yesterday on my Facebook personal page, I posted a question. I've had this idea, this seed festering inside of me to create something. My book is due in just a couple of months, but there's something else I've been wanting to write, wanting to share around the the idea of hope in the midst of a storm. Struggles and captains and leaders that help us, encourage us in the midst of chaos. And so I asked a question to all of my friends and followers and said, can you recall a time that an adversity, a bad situation hits you? whether it was job loss, failed goal, missed opportunity, broken relationship, something that at the time you thought was the end of the world, like it was the lowest of low points for, for you. You struggled mentally, you were in pain, you were sad, you were depressed, whatever that case was. Is there any situation that you've gone through in life and look back on a year, five years, 10 years later, And saw that in that moment of despair, the seeds of hope were there that have ultimately changed your life for the better. That in the midst of that bad situation, if you were just in that moment, you would consider it one of the worst things that's ever happened. But looking back, it's become one of the best turning points in your life story. And I was overwhelmed by the comments after comments after comments of people sharing these stories. People that had been in jobs and been fired and jobless and suddenly they found the career that they love. People that dealt with injuries and then suddenly had to reevaluate their entire life, how they looked at their relationship with fitness, with health, with how they saw themselves. Friend shares that a decade ago, she was at the very top of her game in the world of food media. She was traveling the entire world, drinking champagne, being wined and dined at the top, and then she got burnt out. Her body and system started attacking her and she had to start dealing with these brand new food allergies. She had to change her entire career due to this. And now she's happier than she's ever been. The best thing that happened to her was when her body shut down on her and she was forced to change jobs because since then, she now travels the world helping women create stronger companies and selves. She spoke to the United Nations, Harvard, and the U.S. State Department, as well as coaches, movie stars, and tech superstars. All because in the lowest of low points, she was suddenly forced to leave what, at the time, she thought was everything. Friends shared about getting uh, overlooked for grad school programs, getting left out of special uh, programs and school opportunities, only for it to open the door to the career that's an even better fit for them. Friends shares that she was let go in May of 2019, laid off while the economy was still in great shape. She was unemployed for over nine months. Couldn't get a job, couldn't get a job, couldn't get a job. And then on February 24th of this year, she started a new job for the State of Oregon Unemployment Department. She went from being jobless and frustrated for almost a year to having one of the most essential jobs right now while people are losing theirs. People talk about losing focus on what's important in life and how setbacks and injuries and failures have, have brought them back. The uh, What's this other one? A friend of mine shares uh, my old roommate's mom talks about discovering her ex's infidelity and just the pain, the shock, everything that she had to go through in that moment, throwing away almost 16 years of her life, she felt like. She was at the bottom. She was worried. She was running around, not sure how she was going to make it by. And suddenly she started to discover who her real friends were. What really made her happy? She stopped worrying about the little things. She continued to live her life. That moment didn't break her. In fact, it built what has become her best life. Other people share that they lost a job I was miserable in. I would never have left it on my own. We, we know that job. We know that feeling, those dead end jobs, those dead end relationships that we just aren't gonna leave for some reason. Julia Cher, she was working 80 hour weeks. She was on the road 100% of the time and 70 pounds overweight. And then she lost that job. Started working half that many hours. I started trusting myself more in terms of marketing. I lost the weight. I realized I was just miserable. I swear, if they hadn't fired me, I'd still be there today, still miserable, still hating it. it. Took me a good three months to realize what the blessing was, and the best part is, I realized that I was lucky for being fired. All of my hurt gone, all of my anger gone, and I'm going and pursuing my best life. It's overwhelmingly encouraging to hear these stories. This story from Laura saying I went on a podcast to talk about when I got laid off in 2017. I met my husband while I was unemployed and ended up getting back into teaching, which is what I actually went to school for, what I actually had a passion for. I'm going to share a link to some of these stories because they're incredibly personal. They're amazing. And, and honestly, more than anything, they're encouraging. People that have battled cancer, battled injury, battled job loss. It's, it's in these moments, the reason I want to share today's story, the reason... Why I think it's so important to share this message is we are in the midst of a storm. We can't deny it as a nation right now. A lot of us are stay at home on quarantine. We're working remotely. Uh, we're socially distancing or physically distancing while still trying to remain somewhat social with people in our network. A lot of small business owners are losing income. I know firsthand from from the amount of gigs and, and opportunities that have been postponed or canceled or changed Even the online orders and working in our business in that regard has changed because so many people in America have suddenly had a change. There's a handful of people that are still getting paid and and still collecting their salary, and there's a lot that are wondering when their next paycheck's coming, what's going to happen next, what am I going to do, is my business still going to be here when we get out of this, what's my job going to look like, am I going to have a job? There's a lot of fear, there's a lot of uncertainty, and there's a lot of unknown. And I've talked a lot over the last couple of weeks about the importance of controlling your controllables, about focusing on your attitude, your effort, your actions every day, that worrying about tomorrow, worrying about next week, isn't going to help your situation. What's going to help our situation is is doing what we can today to put us in a better position tomorrow. It's about letting our pride go and focusing on what progress we can make. It's not about ignoring your fears, ignoring the anger, ignoring the feeling. No, you, you are okay to embrace that. You're okay to feel that. But what we shouldn't do is allow those feelings to stop us, to keep us in place, to hold us back from doing what we can. If you got the bonus episode uh, just the other day, it was around being a thermostat versus a thermometer. Are you allowing things outside of your control to dictate your attitude, dictate your actions and your efforts? Or are you being a competitor, controlling your controllables and setting the temperature? Setting the temperature not only for yourself by choosing what attitude you're going to take, choosing what actions you're going to take, choosing how strong your effort's going to be. But for those people around you, the ones you're at home quarantined with, the people you're talking to online, are you setting the right temperature for them? Are you feeding into the negativity? See, all of this to share that this may be one of the hardest times in your life right now. You may have just lost your job. You may be dealing with the COVID-19 yourself. You could be dealing with a number of things. The uh, fear of your job or your business is going to go under. There's there's so many things right now that are up in the air. But what I want to challenge you in this moment is to slightly shift your perspective. It's not to believe that the world is sunshine and rainbows because we know better. But what it is led you to believe is that rainbows come after storms. Is that in the midst of this trying time, this troubled time, The seeds might be planted that you're able to harvest down the road to create your best life. That the turns and roadblocks and pivots you're having to make right now just to get by could ultimately put you on the path of where you were always supposed to be all along. That best life, that best relationship, that best career. See, I laugh, but looking back on my own story, there's been a lot of curves over the last decade as an entrepreneur. There's been a lot of curveballs from a lot longer. And in that moment, I remember being so beat up, so dark, so depressed about a lot of things. I was mentally worn down about the current situation, my stress levels high, my anxiety, my fears. But now looking back on that situation, I understand that without those certain pivots and turning points and moments, I wouldn't be in certain opportunities I am now. I wouldn't have certain relationships in my life that I have now. We don't understand that sometimes in the storm. But we have to have faith and believe that whatever lies on the other side of this storm is better and if you can read the links if you'll click on the link in the show notes and read the stories of what some of these people have endured the bottom of the bottom the pit they were in the pain they were enduring and how in that pain in that despair in that moment seeds were planted that have created a better life a better path and better opportunities for them now i hope that gives you hope Hope that reminds you today to control your controllables, no matter how dark your situation may seem. Focus on what you can do today to slightly improve it, to plant seeds that you can harvest down the road. Do things that put you in a better position tomorrow than you are today. For those close to me, you know my faith is a a big part of my life. And it's a, it's a crucial part of my story. And I don't talk a ton about it here on the podcast and, and try to keep a lot of that separate. But whether you're Old Testament, New Testament, Christian, Jewish, non-believer, atheist, whatever your belief system is, there's some stories in the Old Testament that I would imagine if I was that character at the time, I would be lost. I would be thinking the world was over. Joseph, for instance— thrown in a pit by his brothers. He has a dream that he's rising to power and then his brothers decide to throw him in a pit and sell him off to slavery. He rises up through the ranks to a position of incredible power and then is accused of rape and thrown back into prison. See, each of those points throughout it is turning points. Rises high, thrown, thrown in the pit by his brothers. Rises up again, accused of a crime he didn't commit, thrown back into prison. Rises up again. In those moments, you think the world is over. When you're in the pit, you're in the prison, the world is gone. But looking back at the end of his life, at the end of the story, each of those moments of despair put him into better opportunities in the long run. It doesn't feel good. It's not the prosperity gospel of believing and everything will be perfect for you and you'll be rich and wealthy. That's just a load of crap. But what happens is in every storm, rain falls. And rainwaters the, the seeds that we've planted so that one day we can harvest them. And so whatever your storm looks like today, I want to challenge you and remind you that you have the opportunity to plant seeds. And you may not harvest those seeds for years to come. But my hope, my prayer for each one of you listening to this, watching this, is that one day you look back and you see those seeds that you've harvested. You've seen how this middle of this storm redirected your path to something better that you could have never imagined in the first place. Leaders, one of the key traits of being a leader is having optimism. Optimism in the midst of storms that, not that everything's going to be great, everything's going to be perfect, everything's going to go according to plan, but a leader is optimistic that whatever the plan is, However they have to adjust it, they're going to find a way. That everything will not be great, but they will make great out of any situation. I want to share with you something I wrote this week for our Facebook community. Those in the community that are watching this, you've already seen this image because I shared it in the group after creating it. And now I have it in a poster. So for those of you watching, you've seen this, the competitor's pledge. And what this is, is really my rally cry for this brand and this community. I've talked about for years wanting to have something that defined who we are, what we stand for as a brand. We've talked about life is worth competing for. We talked about we are all competitors. People have heard that, but I wanted a pledge. I wanted something that if you believe in this message that this brand is for you, This community is for you. This place is for you. And if you don't, that's okay. But your place isn't here. Because what we are is something different. What you are listening to this episode right now is something different. Here's what it says. The Competitor's Pledge. We are a community of driven people. Striving every single day to carve out more for our career, health, family, and life. We come from different races, belief systems, political parties, workout styles, and career aspirations. We don't act the same, we don't look the same, we don't believe the same, and we don't train the same. But we're unified in this one thing. We believe that life is worth competing for. And we commit to bettering each other while bettering ourselves every day. We believe that we are not victims of circumstance but choose to use the power that is our response to compete and make the most of any circumstance. We compete together against our own previous best so that one day we discover what our full potential is and when the time comes, we leave our grave with nothing but dried up bones. We are competitors. And the most important line in that right here and now is this. The one that ties into this episode that's so important for me to tell you is that as a competitor, we believe that we are not the victims of circumstance, but choose to use the power that is our response. How we respond to those situations, how we respond to adversity, how we respond in that dark pit by choosing to compete and make the most of any circumstance. We do not let what happens to us define us. We choose to take action Make the most of every circumstance. Control our controllables and continue to compete. And I hope today this message encourages you. This bonus episode gives you some hope that whatever you're going through better is still to come. Just don't give up. Don't let fear control you. Don't let anxiety bound you. Keep showing up. Keep competing. Keep controlling your controllables. Because here's the thing. There's a community of us going through it with you cheering you on, here to support you, and here to encourage you. That's what it means to be a competitor. Now, go win your week.